Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Talking Lamar. This week, we're talking about one of the greatest actors in our history, Denzel Washington. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. What are you talking about? I am talking to you. That's just what I was talking about. It's Talking Lamar. You know, I just got through this week uh, watching and reviewing uh, uh, Equalizer 3. Denzel is one of those guys. If he's in the movie, you don't have to give me any other detail. Like if two months from now, something comes out and says Denzel Washington star. I don't care. Tell me when it's going to be playing. I'm going to go see it because he's that kind of guy. Do y'all not feel the same way about him? I, there's nothing Denzel could be in that I wouldn't watch. Yeah. yeah he's I'm a terrific with you. Actor. Yeah. Oh, he, he's just, he's just something else. And you know, he, he wanted to be, when he was young, he wanted to be a doctor. But while he was getting ready to go down that path, he wound up uh, trying to get, a, he had to get another class. And somebody said, hey, get this acting class because it'll be easy. You'll get the credit for it. You'll make a good grade. It won't be any problem. He loved it. It sidetracked him. And that's where he headed. And his parents, his dad was uh, the preacher in a huge, huge, huge church. <clears throat> and Denzel had actually thought about being a, a preacher. He's, he's still, to this day, he's still a, he, his faith is still Christian, and he's, you know, he's still a good, you know, good uh, Christian. Strong. But he, yeah. yeah, he's can, very strong. Can, can you imagine Ooh. what a pastor Denzel Washington <laughs> Well, evidently, his dad... Was that? I mean, he was a he had a huge congregation, and, and, and he was doing great. But his parents wound up getting divorced when he was fourteen, and so his mother sent him to Oakland Military Academy. It was a private school, and he said that changed his life because at fourteen he was right on that edge, and all of his buddies, his running buddies, the guys he was hanging around with. He left and went to the private school and moved on, and he said he tracked them back down years later. And between the guys he was hanging out with it, together, combined, they had done 40 years in prison. Oh, you know, smoke. You know, they had all went to jail for something. And he said, yeah. I, that was my guys. That was my guys. So he sort of dodged a bullet on that deal. Um and he met his wife, uh, Pauletta Pearson. He met her on the set of Wilma. 
It was a movie about the story about American track sprinter Wilma, Ru Wilma Rudolph, and they got married on June 25th, 1983. They're still married. Uh, she, she finally accepted the third proposal. He proposed twice. She turned him down. The third time, she accepted. They have been married for over 40 years, and they share four children amongst them. And he really started off, his big deal was in TV. Uh, do y'all remember him being on um, St. Elsewhere? He was, he was Dr. Philip it. Chandler. No, I remember I, I, him. Yeah. I remember him. I watched, I watched that. Um, he played that character for six years. But in 1989, he had done the movie Glory. And he won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in the movie Glory. And so... After that, he just started concentrating on films. And over his career, he's had like 33 nominations. He's won like six awards. He's received 10 Academy Award nominations. He got his second one for Best Actor. His first one was Glory for Supporting Actor. He got his uh, Best Actor Award for Training Day. And at that point, he became the second black performer to win Best Actor. The very first one was Sidney Poitier in 1963. And to this day, Denzel is still the most nominated black actor in the history of the Oscars. That's 33, 33 nominations. Yes. Amateur. Yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised he's the most nominated. I'm just surprised there aren't more Oscars on his shelf. That is true. Because, that is true. Yeah. Well, we'll take a break right here. We'll come back and talk about some of his movies. You know, one of the movies that he's most known for is Training Day. Have y'all all seen Training Day? Oh, yes, yes. I have not. Uh, oh my, oh, Bob. Bob, it's I'm terrific. You would love it. You, you need to yeah. you need to find it, stream it this afternoon. Because it, it because he is the villain. He is the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And he has said in multiple times the detective Alonzo Harris was who he played on Training Day is his favorite character that he has ever played. And, you know, mm -hmm. most great actors talk about the fact it's more fun to play the bad guy mm -hmm. than anything. But he really, really, and he's, he's it's very famous for the one quote. They're at this point, at the end of the movie, uh, a bunch of the gangs are sort of surrounding him, and they're looking to get their revenge and their payback. But he was so cocky. I mean, he looks at every one of them, and he does that great line, King Kong ain't got shit on me. And then <laughs> he goes after him. He, he did that quote. That was not in a script. He made it up on the fly right then and there because he said he wanted to come up with something that, sh that represented what a, what a pompous, just overconfident human being he was. He thought nothing would ever happen to him and nothing would ever lose. But it was a great line, but he made that up. Mm -hmm. um, one of the cool things about that movie was <clears throat> the founder of the Black P. Stones Bloods, it's a big gang, they controlled this area in Los Angeles, and it was called the Jungles. And that's where all the set stuff, that's where everything was shot. And the, and the founder of the gang was on the set in a chair, sitting there watching all of the filming that goes on in his neighborhood. He had made a deal. He allowed the producers to use his neighborhood in exchange for casting actual gang members in the movie. 
Wow. That's pretty cool. That That's pretty cool. That movie there, well, I, I, uh, unbelievable. When you think of Denzel Washington, like the first thing that comes to mind, uh, set his talent, his beauty aside, he seems like such a decent human being. <sighs> and And what you just described is the action of a decent human being, is it not? Like, <laughs> yes. he's decent. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't think we value that as much as we should anymore in our culture. I really don't. We celebrate bad behavior and selfish behavior and shitty behavior and narcissism, but we do not celebrate fundamental decency as much as we used to. Well, here's the other thing I think we do in the entertainment industry or in the athletic industry and sports and whatever. We let people get by with not only not being decent human beings, but being terrible human beings. Yeah. And and doing crappy things. And we just go, well, you know, they're a movie star. Okay. They're a movie star, but that doesn't mean they can't be a nice human being. I mean, you know, it's, you know. But there, he is. The society uh, has has uh, stretched itself in certain areas to the point where there are, there are people in America that think that if they have to conform to something, that suddenly one of their freedoms is taken away from them. Yeah. Rather than you know you have to be nice to other people. You can't yes. go 90 miles an hour in front of a hospital or a school, you know, but the rules don't apply. I, I couldn't I couldn't really talk about it on the air, but I was kind of shocked. This is something small, but I was kind of shocked when I walked into um, where was this? I think I was picking up a pizza somewhere and there is a woman with two kids who are about eight and nine years old, I guess, in front of me. And she's got a T-shirt on that said this ain't no fucking country club. Okay, so it's 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 a rock it's a rock lyric. I understand that, and you're a rock and roll gal. But I, you know, it's Saturday evening in in a nice family pizza joint, and your two kids are there. I I just don't know what's happened to our society. And if I you don't. said, you know, hey, I'm offended by that T-shirt. Oh, you know, oh my oh, god. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. But, because. You. Yeah, because here's the deal. That's her right. Your rights to go yeah. into a pizza place and not have your kids assaulted by that kind of thing. Those don't right. count. Expression right. is the only right that counts. This is what makes Denzel such a cool guy. His talent is enormous, as good if right. not better than anybody else in Hollywood. Yet he still conducts himself as a gentleman. When he gives a speech to a graduating class, he gives them great inspirational advice. You know, I mean, right. he's just a good guy. And he had donated, uh, Felicia Rashad had asked him about donating some money uh, to Howard University for the acting programs and stuff. So he, he put money into that. Well, his money wound up paying the tuition for Chadwick Boseman who was the Black Panther yeah. in the uh, Marvel movie. Oh, okay? yeah. And wow. so Denzel's money <clears throat> paid, because he didn't have any money. Denzel's money paid for his tuition for the acting program. They had never met, but Bozeman never said anything about it, but he found out that the money you know, basically came from Denzel. And so he was able to present Denzel with a 47th AV, AFI Life Achievement Award. And when he presented him with the award, 
he told the as a presentation he said your money paid for my acting and without denzel washington there is no black panther there is nothing oh that was nice and that was in 2019 and then bozeman wound up dying in 2020 so it you know it just shows what a good good guy he is. Um, did you remember the movie Flight about the guy that flipped the plane upside down and saved? Yeah. You know, okay. okay. Yeah. He gained. He had to gain a bunch of weight for whatever reason. Um, and they asked him about it, and he goes, "It was really simple. He just every night at midnight, I ate a huge meal and went straight to bed. And he said it was easy <laughs> and it was a lot of fun." I enjoyed it. I wish I could do it again. And yeah. now he's very famous for his portrayal of Malcolm X. Right. And if you stop and think about it, probably a lot of younger people, as they've grown up, that seeing him in that movie and his image, he they when they think of Malcolm X, that's who, you know, they're thinking about the image, the character that he played. Mm-hmm. And he took that role so serious for the time that he was filming that, he stopped eating pork because you know of the, of the Muslim faith. And yeah. while he was studying to do all that, I mean, he, in fact, I did read this too. When they were filming that, you couldn't film in Mecca unless you were Islamic. You had yeah. to be a you know, Islam. So everybody on his film crew, everybody but him was islamic but they let him in because in preparation for the role he had studied the quran and everything to have a viewpoint of malcolm x and so he is the only person ever allowed to go there to film that wasn't muslim wow so you know they they picked the right guy yeah yeah yeah, they did. And, and he's been married. Haven't he and his wife, Paulette? Her her name is Paulette, I think. Yeah. Haven't they been married since um, electricity was invented? Like, haven't they been over, married Over forever? 40 years. Over 40 and years. never so much as a whisper of anything no. scandalous, no. remotely scandalous around them. Listen, the only time you hear about him is when he's in a movie. I mean, yeah. other than that, he goes back to his business. And he's just been great in so many roles. You know, he turned down the role that Brad Pitt had in Seven. They offered it to him first. But he said the movie was just too dark. It was just too dark. And he just didn't want to do it. And they, they interviewed him a year or so afterwards. And he said, eh, that might have been a mistake. Because that was a, you know, it was a great movie. <laughs> I mean, was. it was a great, great movie. But, you know, and he also he also was offered the role of Michael Clayton before George Clooney took it. But that's the thing about Denzel. And it comes back to the D word decency. Like he, he has piloted his life and career by his own very specific moral compass. And it shows like, it just shows. Have you ever met someone who doesn't like Denzel Washington? And if you did meet that person, would you slap them with an open hand or knee uh, them with you know in the groin? Yeah, which one? And, and never and never be around them again. Because how is it? How is it you don't like this guy? And you know, one of the things in one of the things that I, I found out uh, in the uh, the third movie when <clears throat> he's co-starring uh, with the girl that he played uh, Man on Fire. Um, 
what I say? Uh, Dakota Fanning. Yeah, Dakota. Yeah. Dakota. He not only not only did did they remember each other, of course, from that movie. They have maintained friends. I mean, she comes to his house. She's friends with his kids. I mean, they have maintained a relationship ever since that movie. And he has watched her grow up into this woman. I mean, he, you know, and him and Julia Roberts, uh, they're great friends. They they go out and, you know, have dinners and stuff. He. How about Jodie Foster? I think those, they also have a real tight yes, friendship, I, don't they? Yeah. I think, I think that if you're a decent person, I think he's a decent person. He becomes friends. And I mean, I think it means something to him. And he may, I think he does the work to maintain the friendship, which is, says a lot for him again. So listen. And all of this, that happens where there are never any cameras or an audience. Isn't that yes. interesting? He doesn't. He shows up to work, but he does not live his life like it's a performance or a curated exhibit. No. He's a no. really interesting actor that way. Yeah, he is. He is. And, and and this this last one was just as good. There's nothing. There's nothing I've ever seen him do that wasn't fantastic. Bob, you need to watch Training Day. It's very violent, but it is such a great, great movie. It really, really I saw him, I saw him in a violent movie. I think it was American Gangster, wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> American Gangster. That was yeah. strong. So I will see that. I will do yeah. it. It was good. It was good. Well, I'm thinking that's about wraps it up for this episode of Talking Lamar. Of course, we've had a great time. We really hope you've had a great time too. And if you have, tell everybody you see. If you didn't, try us again next week. I believe you'll like that one. Y'all have a great day. <laughs> Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.